Welcome to the Watching Dead, the officially unofficial podcast for The Walking Dead on AMC, and now The Walking Dead, the ones who live on AMC. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. And we are here to do a season one preview Just for the series. ones who live. Yeah, Just a series. series preview. It's the whole thing. Uh, I don't think they're planning on doing a season two of this. I think this is going to be a one and done season. So yeah, the series preview. Uh Aaron, what do you want to talk about? There's actually a, quite a bit to talk about. Um, so, so someone might fair, if I fairly ask, why are you guys doing The Walking Dead, The One who's, Who Lives? And there's a couple of answers. One, because we still have a large audience that not even watching the show, but they like to hear us talk about it. Uh, two, mm-hmm. I've always been pre-invested in Rick's story which is now encompassed to be Michonne's story. Hmm. And I was like, that was the core thing that kept me bringing, kept me coming back time and time again. Like was, I always came back like, you know, I, I, this is like Rick and Carl. And then now Rick and Michonne and Carl and Judith and RJ. And like, I, I, the Grimes family is a personal interest to me. And I've always liked those characters. And I, I always intended to kind of follow them. Um, and, I guess another reason is that late stage Walking Dead kind of got good and interesting for a bit there. Like bit, I, yeah. yeah, I really like what they did with episode or like seasons nine and ten and and a lot of eleven. I think they kind of stumbled, but a lot of that stumbling came, I think, at the expense because they had these spinoffs, so they couldn't kill interesting characters and. Some things had to be left unfinished because Daryl had to go to France and Maggie and Negan had to go to New York and. Um, and also the kind of train wreck of it that this is, you know, this is a show to what you routinely get 20 million people watching now struggles to get one. Uh, this was supposed to be a trilogy of big Hollywood uh, theatrical release films. And now it's been choked down to a, essentially a six episode miniseries. And the fact that the story by credits are Scott Gimple, Andrew Lincoln and Denai Guerrero. And Denai Guerrero is actually write, writing, credited writer of at least one episode, if not more. Hmm. Okay. I'm pretty intrigued. Um, some concern there, especially with the Scott Gimple credit uh, on the story <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. And uh-huh. I I also looked at the right, the rest of the writers, our collection of your usual suspects, Mr. Timon and Pumbaa and Kim Possible, our, our whipping boy for several seasons, is, is writing an episode. But uh, yeah, I want to see what happens to Rick. You know, I, I kind of this this feels like this and dead city feels like um would be wrapping up the the main walking dead alexandra sequence which i didn't quite felt got wrapped up in the original series because of these goddamn spinoffs why are you watching this Jim? all right uh, i like ripping on the walking dead it's fun there's that too that's why i do it as long that's why as i came people- back after season eight long as people still listen to it i'll be happy mm-hmm. to to rip on the walking and also like it's, as long as it's fun um have sure. you seen any of the trailers of this show uh-huh. yeah seen them all what's your I think. what's your what's your impression uh i mean the, the basic story they seem to be wanting to tell here is rick and michonne destroying yet another authoritarian regime I feel like that might be getting played out in the Walking Dead universe, but you know, between Negan and uh, 
What was the what was the one that they destroyed at the end of The Walking Dead proper? Oh, that was the um Virginia the Commonwealth. place. The Commonwealth, uh, yeah. Yeah, they they've done this and this is a well they seem to be going back to time and time again. But that's like the overarching thing, right? Yeah, they keep getting bigger and bigger. You know, Negan had dudes with baseball bats and guns. Uh, the Commonwealth had stormtroopers with jeeps. Now we got uh, Terry Quinn with Apache attack crew. helicopters and uh huh, and 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 chemical attacks and stuff like that. So like they keep on working up their despotic, you know, military fascist <laughs> dictatorships. Yeah. And now the we're despot here. Creep. Yeah. 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 Um. I am curious because like the other thing I'm curious about is we sat out a vast swath of The Walking Dead. Like we noped out of yep. uh, what was the the uh, the, the one Fear about the Walking the, Dead. Fear the Walking Dead. We never got on to Worlds Beyond and a lot of that, what they're doing important. here with Rick and Michonne, I understand, in, in, involves the CRM, the Civilian Republic Military or whatever. It's, it's headed up by... Yep. by Terry O'Quinn, Locke from Lost. Mm-hmm. And it's got Jadis, who last I knew was a trash-collecting Romulan sub-commander. Oh, and my God. turns out Wait. she's actually not insane, and she's a high-ranking officer within the CRM, and she personally recruited Rick for some plot that they have. I And, and I guess she was a major character in Season 2 of Worlds Beyond, so like I'm wondering how they're going to get guys like you and me gals like in the bald move audience up to speed that's just kind of noped out of all that walking dead plus yeah that's that's super important i think because i think there are a lot of people like us out there who noped out they're like we're just in it for the walking dead not the this is the sixth spinoff of the walking dead yeah it's not even the last one they have Mm -hmm. more tales of the walking dead coming out uh that's the name of the seventh spinoff and I guarantee the vast, I know the vast majority of the audience has not tuned in for those because they noped out seasons ago on The Walking yeah. Dead. Uh, you can see it in the numbers, the ratings. Sure. So, yeah, it's going to be vital for them to either catch us up to what's been happening with the 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 Beatles Muppet, the, the fuck my shit up meme that is Jadis or... <laughs> like the poster boy for that. Uh, uh-huh. Or... or I guess just drop us in in the middle of the story and the story will make sense. Like maybe they've sectioned it off in World Beyond where what happened at the end of season two of World Beyond doesn't necessarily need to lead into this stuff. But we, maybe uh, this is so, like a, a time jump there. I don't know. And and I, uh, we, you know, we just recently got, uh, got through Daryl Dixon and that definitely bumped up against the CRM stuff and the new world governments are starting to form. And I felt like I jumped in there without missing too many beats. So I like I mean, they got like, look, I'm not putting it past AMC to make shit. OK, obviously, we've mm-hmm. we've got a lot of listeners made a fair bit of money uh, observing that fact. However, mm-hmm. if there's ever a time for them to get their shit together, it's now because I think Daryl Dixon got a little bit of critical notice uh, they're going to have a lot of eyeballs because I think a lot of people will come back for a six episode miniseries with Rick and Michonne. These two huge stars yeah. like Denai Guerrero is a huge star now, like even bigger than Andrew Lincoln. Thanks to Black Panther mm-hmm. and other things she's done. So like, I think there'll be a lot of eyeballs on it. And I will say that also looking at the trailers, this seems to be following the trend of Daryl Dixon, where this seems to be like premium The Walking Dead. 
Like they oh, yeah. are going all out on the film stock, on the camera angles, on the special effects, on the set and settings to make this feel more cinematic than ever. Mm-hmm. Um, That's part of The Walking Dead that I've appreciated for years now. Like between the kind of cool drone shots that they were doing, I remember that started kind of with the Whisperer arc. Yeah. Uh, out at um, the hilltop community. Mm-hmm. And, and just like, yeah, taking taking the cinematography more seriously. Mm-hmm. I think um, so. It's, I'm just getting to the point that like it seems like AMC is putting a fair amount of time and effort into doing this stuff. It would be really ridiculously stupid for them to go ahead and throw people off into deep end with the CRM Jadis trash compactor crap that no one's going to mm-hmm. know or care about. Like, but it's also a tough one because, you know, they what I do know of the story is Jadis said that uh you know brick was prime stock he's an a car uh Mm -hmm. and and i think he could be useful and he's going to pay for my ticket out of here but yet we own the trailer establishes rick is essentially picking up trash in a crm he's doing he's become a b at some point (laughs) yeah so like but yet we within six episodes he's going to be apparently personally recruited by um terry o'quinn is described as the major general of the crm Mm-hmm. Um, for convincing Rick to go along with something that he doesn't want to do because it will change everything and he's heading up the most so like how are you going to take it was already wild that like Daryl went from trash picker upper to stormtrooper in you know the Commonwealth of Virginia how are you going to take Rick from a trash picker upper to the right hand man of the supreme overlord of an organization that I think controls half the United States now yeah, that's and and also inter- get get Michonne back into the mix, mm-hmm. and also have them reunite against and take this thing down, maybe or kick it into another Seems gear like of it. the Walking Dead. So I, I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me if four or five million people tuned into this premiere, and they're going to have those eyeballs for as long as they can keep them. I I hope I hope that they've actually put in the fucking work on the script to make it all worth it. Um, and yeah, I know Jadis uh, was a big part of season two of the world beyond. So mm-hmm. she has a backstory that we're not privy to. And, and not just like, I, I don't mean like a backstory from long ago. I mean, there's stuff that happened between the last time we saw her and now when we'll see her again in world beyond that they might need to clue us into the other thing. That's, the other thing is tantalizing I just checked the Rotten Tomato score on this show. It's at ninety-two yeah. percent right now, and it's not so like some of the some of the later stage Walking Dead stuff has gotten some fairly high reviews. But if you look at it, it's a bunch of nobody, you know, from like, uh, you know, like like I don't know, Fangoria stuff, like you know, like like not the nobodies at Fangoria. Oh man, sorry, didn't mean a lot to of horror on. fans. I haven't, I haven't read Fangoria since that. I was like fourteen. Okay, All right. um. <laughs> Starlog, that kind of stuff, but uh, it's got ninety two percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and there's like four or five of like their top critics with uh, reviews nice. that say, I mean, everyone says that the star power of Andrew Lincoln and Denai Guerrera, like, um, I, 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 it seems like the the common line is like this is pretty pedestrian, The Walking Dead, but it's elevated by their star power, and then I've hmm. seen some people say that. It is actually a notch above The Walking Dead, uh, elevated by their star power. And I'm just, I don't know. I'm really curious to see what uh, Guerrero and the Lincoln and the Gimple uh, can cook up 
Um, yeah, this is the thing with Rotten Tomatoes scores. You have to remember, all it has to be is not actively bad, and it gets a fresh right. rating from yeah. from that review, right? So if ninety two percent of the people think it is not actively bad, yeah. it could still be very mediocre, very yes. mediocre. But that would be still a vast improvement over quite a few seasons <laughs> of The Walking Dead. So <laughs> true, true. Yeah. And anything and, with Jadis being very mediocre would be a pleasant surprise. Yeah, I am very curious to see. I mean, like I said, I missed a, a season's worth of her character development, but they're going to want me to take her serious right away. And I need With her Muppet version of a Beatles haircut. I, Fuck, I man. need I, I need I need them. I, I, they're going to have to spend some time with that. So, yeah, we will see. I am interested. Also, Michonne, uh, it's got that crazy looking samurai outfit. She's gone. She's always kind of oh, had yeah. that aesthetic, but now it's like full on. I forget it's what like that a bamboo armor suit to me yeah. is what it looks like. Or it looks like, the, it looks like a, a kendo fencing outfit yes, to me. Yeah, that's absolutely what it looks like. So yeah. maybe the, the smart zombies are picking up wooden swords. Could be. I, yeah, I'm interested. Will they do anything more with smart zombies? Because we saw they have to, some right? Daryl Dixon stuff. It, I mean, that seems to be the Walking Dead universe's thing now. Smart zombies. My question is zombies zombies. special powers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my question is just like we saw Carol show up at the end of Daryl. Do you think Daryl will show up at the end of Rick and Michonne? Or do you think he's still going to be I don't think so. stuck in France? Because that's the thing is like they can't quite, they can't do that yeah. without stepping on the Carol and Daryl thing that they're doing. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I don't think that. I mean, I don't know what the timing of this show is going to be. Maybe it's. In the future, after a season two of Daryl Dixon or a Carol and Daryl spinoff has happened, I don't know, but it doesn't seem like they really can with the state of things. All right. Uh, speaking, uh, speaking of the state of things, uh, yeah. people who maybe didn't watch all the way to the end of The Walking Dead uh, because there's some big information about Rick, uh, maybe if you tuned out after season nine, after Rick left... Uh, he just kind of disappeared there, but we find out sort of at the end that he has been at some place. He's got he's got this jacket with some symbols on it, which we find out are the CRM symbols. He's on the banks of a river barefoot. He's clearly been running from these people who show up in a helicopter and they say, we gotcha. You're under arrest again. Uh, so he escaped their clutches at one point, but now he's back in custody of the CRM. I wonder and, that's why he's picking up trash. Like this is his like he's he's on punishment. some kind of prison work detail, but he still recognizes a badass, which is why he's yeah, got like snake just probation. Plisken, you know, he's gonna pull him out of prison <laughs> to do a dangerous mission or something like yep. that. And uh, totally, yeah, could be. Uh, and then Michonne was out looking for him. Michonne yeah. left a couple years later, six five years later or something. Yeah, to she, go look for him. The last we saw her is she was following this wagon train out west. Uh, this huge train of like these giant wagons and people and like, you know, just, just like uh, following on foot, this massive migration of people heading somewhere. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of got wrapped up into there. So, yeah, I'm curious based, to see. And uh, Based on the trailer, it seems like she's going to team up with some people who do have kind of a wagon. So mm-hmm. maybe there's some fruit I did see that's going to bear background. out from that. Yeah. It'd be weird if they just never, you know, that she just walks on as like she's just been wandering. Yeah, maybe there'll be two timelines here. I don't know. Let me let me ask you one more question 
uh, get your take your temperature on this. Do you think this will finally be the series where Heath returns and PPP means something? I had the same joke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> did not I felt like I I read something where they are thinking of doing something with that oh, uh, at some point. So yeah, I mean, sure. it's honestly it's better than leaving it just a complete loose end. Is it? You know, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I'm ready. I'm ready to let depending it go. Depending on what they, they do are. with it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the truth. Yeah. Fair. If he just comes back with like the PPP card and like, hey guys, where are you? What do you, what is this pickle? This is some kind of Peter's pickled peppers. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I yeah. I, that, that wouldn't be good. Yeah. We'll see. Don't shamble off. We'll be right back after the break. Welcome back, survivors. Here's even more of The Walking Dead. Well, uh, if you want to send us your thoughts on the series, I guess that's the other thing is like this thing, uh, my understanding is going to premiere on Sunday nights mm-hmm. and we'll do the typical Tuesday afternoon podcast on it. If you'd like to get your email in to help us rip on The Walking Dead or root for it, success or comment on the latest episode, whatever, TWD at baldmove.com is where you want to send that. If you want to follow along with the other things that we do and stay abreast of all the Bald Move news, uh, any social media at Bald Move is your best bet for that. And if you'd like to get access to ad-free feeds as well as extra bonus content, for example, I think this week, the week you're hearing this, we'll have a off-the-clock episode covering Blue-Eyed Samurai and as well as the upcoming Apple TV Plus uh, science fiction show Constellation. It's Constellation, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's exclusively for club members. Uh, go to support.baldmove.com uh, to chip in, help us keep potting cast, casting pods, and get some nice stuff for yourself, including ad-free feeds. That's going to do it for our preview episode of The Walking Dead, The Ones Who Live, a.k.a. Rick and Michonne. Can I, I actually am, am kind of excited. Uh, I like covering The Walking Dead. I had a lot of fun with Daryl Dixon. Uh, I have a lot of fun with the community. I think it's going to be a good time. Win, lose, or yeah. draw. We're, we're, mm-hmm. going, we're going to win on the podcast, let me tell you. Uh, we'll see you after Sunday night we'll see you on Tuesday until then I'm Aaron and I'm Jim later later